She is the chair, the chairperson of Beef and Lamb New Zealand. Been in the job for close on six months. We might come back to that one. But Kate Ackland, like every man and his dog, apart from me, who had to stay down in the Dunedin and do some work, you were at the debate last night, the Ag Leaders debate. Who was the winner? Oh, look, hi, Jamie. Nice to be talking to you. Look, I, I couldn't possibly pick a winner, but... Um, Certainly some of them look like they were enjoying themselves more than others up on stage, that's all I'll say. Well, I've been open about it. My winner's Andrew Hoggard. Second place goes to Todd McClay. Now, what surprised me about the debate was how moderate the crowd were. I know, and uh, I have to admit that I did hop up beforehand and sort of introduce everyone and say, look, it'd be great if we could all sort of be quiet and be respectful, but I certainly didn't think everyone would listen to me, but, but they did, but... So, Kate, your school marmish behaviour ruined the spectacle for me watching at home. I was wanting a bit of niggle, a bit of biffo. <laughs> Do you know, I think, actually, people just wanted answers. People were absolutely focused on the answers that they were, were hearing. And it just it sort of shows how big these issues are, really. Well, I'll give it to Damien O'Connor, and I've said this before, he's not afraid of a scrap. He came out swinging, got stuck into Federated Farmers from the get-go. Yes, he certainly did. So is that where you're leaving your comments? <laughs> and I'll say no more. Uh, maybe we could have done with James Shaw and Winston there. I didn't <laughs> I didn't think Eugenie was up to it. And Mark Patterson, good South Otago farmer that he is, I don't think, I think he was a wee bit nervous. Um, I think Winston certainly would have added a different flavour to the debate, that's for sure. Well, he, um, would, have, he, he would have been in his element there. Yeah, but look, really great actually to just have you know the five main parties there represented and just really shining a light on those issues that affect so many people that live out of the main centres. Yep. So, no, no yep. I, I found that very educational and entertaining. So, so well done. Now, um, Kiwi farmers are looking or need a science-led methane review. Is this one of the great backflips of all time by Beef and Lamb NZ and Dairy NZ? Uh, I'm not sure. I mean, this, this you're referring to the report. All of a sudden, Kate, you guys seem to have changed your mind on this. Look, this absolutely backs up what we have been saying for a long time, is that we need a science-led approach that looks at the warming impact of methane versus the different gases. I mean, we're sick of being told, I guess, that you know New Zealand farming contributes to half of uh, greenhouse gases, because we've always been saying it certainly doesn't contribute to harsh warming, and that is absolutely the key in this report. And so and we teamed up with the RNZ and Federated Farmers to commission this report, and it was all about just getting absolutely world-leading scientists to look at the warming impact of methane in, in, in the context of New Zealand's current methane targets. Because what we're hearing is that the warming effect of methane may have been overstated by a factor of three to four times. Yeah, so what this report shows is that, you know, if all other countries in the world meet their existing emissions reduction commitments, then we'd need a 15% reduction in methane by 2050, and that would see New Zealand methane contribute no additional warming from 2020 levels. So, I mean, that alone is, is pretty uh, ambitious, and, it, and it's a great thing for our sector. Oh, I'm confused here. Why, why are we dependent on the behaviour of other countries? Surely if we do our bit, we do our bit. Oh, well, I think the, uh, the gosh, this is getting out of my area of expertise because I'm certainly not a scientist, but from what I understand, the report looked at several different, you know, they modelled several different scenarios. 
So there's a range in there because, you know, if all other countries decide to do a whole lot more, then, you know, New Zealand may have to do more too. But, you know, where we're heading, if people do their or stick to their current commitments, then what New Zealand would need to do is a 15% reduction well, in well, methane. And, yeah. that, and that would be purely on a warming-based approach. Yeah, and, and that's a hell of a lot less than perhaps up to 47%, which would be the death now for our livestock industry in this country. Look, it absolutely is. I mean, the other thing that that, that report uh, shows is that you know, if we are looking at a 47% reduction in methane, that offsets all of the warming in the entire New Zealand economy. So that's not just methane, but that's actually all your CO2 and nitrous oxide uh, emissions as well. So that's, you know, that's asking agriculture or, or Kiwi farmers to do far more than their fair share. Hey, can I ask you a question? Hand on heart, have we dodged a bullet? And when I say we, the New Zealand farming sector, by the fact that, that the government didn't agree to your Hiwaka Ekanoa proposals, because it appears to me that what we're going to end up with is going to be a hell of a lot better for farmers than what you even agreed to. Look, what the original Hiwaka Ekanoa proposal was quite different to where it ended up. And I think we all sort of agree that... You know, things have moved on from there. Um, but the other thing to remember, like, is that Hewakarikinoa was not about the targets. And so we have always maintained that the targets absolutely need to be reviewed and they need to be reviewed based on the latest science. And I think the other thing that's really clear is that, you know, that the global understanding of climate science, science and climate change science has evolved a whole lot since, you know, the targets were first set in 2019. And it will continue to evolve. So... You know, the position that we've always had is that we need to be following that science as it evolves. And, you know, it's sort of an iterative thing. Kate Ackland, Chair of Beef and Lamb New Zealand, thanks for some of your time. I realise you're a busy person. Well done to you guys, to Dairy NZ and Fed Farmers for putting on the debate last night. It was good. Thanks, Tommy.